0: You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Radical Disruption. Today has been one of those absolute jam-packed days that only happen really truly every once in a few months where I have back-to-back calls and back-to-back and (laughs) back-to-back. Like It's literally just an entire day of calls, which I absolutely love, but also am so exhausted at the end of the day But like I said, it's only every few months, definitely not something that happens every single day. And it is because I am going out of town for a long weekend to watch Gabe race in a dirt bike race. And then next week, I am heading to Hawaii for a little vacay with my family. So my head has been literally buried deep in my computer for the last few days with my little blue light glasses on to at least hopefully lessen the damaging effects of the very high amount of screen time that I've had in the last few days, which is a lot higher than I would like to admit. And, you know, what I was also thinking about as I was just sharing all of that, I really love hearing people on podcasts talk about what they have going on in, you know, their day-to-day life when they're recording the podcast. But what I've realized is that a lot of what I share <laughs> will be totally irrelevant by the time the podcast actually goes live because I batch out my episodes so far in advance. Like, right now, it's the beginning of March, and this episode is going to air in April. So, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, uh, yeah, this is all old news, Maya, <laughs> I am very sorry for that. But anyways... So let's dive into today's topic, which is all about the coaching hierarchy and also what to look for when you are hiring a coach. Side note, hierarchy is such a weird word. Like, try and say that fast five times. Hierarchy, 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 hierarchy. (laughs) Literally not possible. It's such a weird word. But I am really, really, really excited about today's episode because this is something that I feel like it needs to be said inside of the business space. And really, truly, it's taken me a while to figure out how I wanted to approach this topic, how I wanted to talk about it. And I, if I'm being quite honest with you, I still haven't nailed it all down, but we're just we're just gonna roll with it. And this conversation really applies to any industry that has coaching, which, in my personal opinion, is kind of any industry and all industries. So let me give you a rundown on the reason why this podcast episode came about. So over the last few months, I've been talking more openly about everything in my business, which you probably already know, you know, money transparency and just the honest truths of entrepreneurship, you know, successes and failures and all these different things, which is exactly why I created the podcast. But also because of this, it means that I've also shared more about my experience with having a coach. And as I've shared more about my experience with having a coach, I've gotten many, many comments and direct messages and even emails about who my coach is. And if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't answer those messages or questions. And Here's why. So inside of this industry, I've been seeing a lot of people hiring the coach of the coach of the coach of the coach because they think that if they hire the person at the top, that they will have the same results or better results because they simply found the quote unquote top dog, right? Like the coach of the coach of the coach. Again, that's why this episode's called the coaching hierarchy. But here's the issue with that. Just because a coach is a great fit for someone does not mean that they're going to be a great fit for you. They definitely could be, but it doesn't mean that they are going to be a great fit just because they're a great fit for someone else. Choosing a coach is a lot like choosing a lifelong partner don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're stuck with them forever. Like if you hire a coach and you're like, you know what? I don't vibe with this person. Like, do you need to stick with them forever? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. So discernment, please don't take it the wrong way. But what I am saying is that you want to make sure that you choose the right person for you. And so that's why I kind of have that analogy of like, it's like a lifelong partner where it's not to say that there's only one coach per person, right? Like, that only one coach can be someone's like perfect coach, because that's not necessarily the case. But what I am saying is like, when you find that perfect coach for you, like it's going to click and you're going to be like, yes, this is the coach for me. Just like finding that lifelong partner. Like for me, when I found Gabe, once I found Gabe, it was like, it clicked. And I was like, yes, this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And in my opinion, that's kind of how it is when you choose a coach. And again, it doesn't mean that you, once you choose a coach, that you have to stick with them forever. If they're not, you know, the right fit for you, they're not not the right vibe, not what you're necessarily looking for. But what I am saying is, is really thinking about you and finding the best person for you. So don't just hire the coach to hire the coach and don't just hire the coach based off of their monetary results or also because, you know, someone else hired them And, and don't get me wrong. It's great to know their monetary results because of course you want to work with someone who has actually done it but that's not the only factor that I recommend looking into because hiring a coach is is hiring someone that you're going to have a relationship with so you should hire the coach that you really feel connected to and inspired by so here are a few questions that I personally think about when I go about hiring coaches number 1 what do they do in their off time? Also known as, do they have a life outside of work? That's really important to me because of course, there are a bunch of people who are out out there who are very, very, very successful, but they work 24 seven. And if that is their vibe, 100%, that's great, but that's not the vibe that I want. And that's not the life that I want. And so it's really important for me to really look to see if they, what it is that they're doing in their off time, if they're doing something in their off time. Number two, what are their strengths and do they fill any gaps that I might have? And what I mean by that is what are their strengths in terms of their knowledge? You know, are they really good on social media? Are they really good with funnels? Are they really good with sales psychology? Are they really good with customer experience? Are they really good with building a brand? Like, what are they really good at? And are there any gaps that I might want to fill in my own personal like knowledge and skill set that they will be able to help me with? Number three, what is their relationship with social media? This one is really, really important. Kind of going back to what I was saying in point number one with like, what do they do in their off time? This is very similar in terms of what is their relationship to social media. Like, are they posting, you know, five times a day on social media? That's not something that I want to do. I don't want to be consumed with posting that many times on social media. I don't want my life to be social media. And so it's really important for me to Find a coach that has a really good relationship. Good depends on, you know, my standard of good, right? Like your standard of good is gonna look different. Everyone's standard of what a good relationship with social media is gonna be different. But my standard for a good relationship with social media is that, you know, that they are not spending twenty-four-seven on social media to grow their business. Number four, how is their business structured and is it similar to how I want my business to be structured or maybe it's totally structured different than the way that my business is structured and that's great too because maybe I don't really like how my business is structured and maybe I want to learn from someone else who has structured their business in a different way because maybe I am looking at, you know, what do they do in their off time? What is their relationship with social media? And I realize that, they kind of check all those boxes and they have their business structured in a little bit different way than mine. And so I really want to learn from them because of that. Number five, what is their vibe? Like You can just tell when you go into someone's social media account, their Instagram account, their TikTok, like what their vibe is and if you would vibe with them as a person. Number six, what do they value as a person and what do they value inside of their business? And then lastly, do they embody what they teach this is also known as do they walk the walk and talk the talk or do they just talk the talk so it's so important for me to find someone who as a coach embodies what they actually teach and they're not just saying hey you go out and do this and then they're not doing it themselves like i really want to find a coach who actually does what they say that they're uh, you know teaching and what they teach other people to do as well and honestly most of this you should be able to find through their Instagram account if they've done a really good job at posting content, and building a brand. But I will also say that you can definitely ask the person, whoever you are considering doing coaching with, these questions too. And just say, hey, you know what? Like, I wasn't able to find this on social media. Like, what are your values or, you know, whatever other questions you might have for them? And they should be willing to answer those questions and help you to understand more about them and their business and the way that they personally do things. So, moral of the story, you want to hire the coach because of who they are and what they motivate you to do or inspire you to do. Not because of what they have, like money and cars and fancy purses. You really wanna hire someone because you want to build a relationship with them. It's someone that you could see yourself building a relationship with, right? And ultimately you're not gonna know until you really dive into it. But if you do your research and you really think about those questions that I was previously saying about, you know, what to look for as you go into hiring a coach, I promise you that you're gonna probably end up with someone who is a really, really good fit for you. And this is why though. To go back to that question at the beginning, this is why I don't reply to direct messages and comments asking about who my coach is. It has nothing to do with scarcity of losing money if someone leaves like they were potentially gonna be my client, but then you know they go to this to my coach and then they hire them. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with me not being supportive of my coach. I freaking love her to death. Like She is one of my most favorite people ever. And it has nothing to do with gatekeeping. It has everything to do with the fact that hiring my coach or my coach's coach or that coach's coach isn't going to get you the same results as me or my coach or her coach. You need to find the coach for you and find the person that you feel most connected to. And quite frankly, my coach isn't responsible for my results. I am responsible for my results. I am the one who takes action, and I am the one who built my business. My coach helps me 1,000%. Literally could not imagine being an entrepreneur without her support and guidance, which is why I'm locked into coaching with her until the beginning of 2024, and we're at the beginning of 2023 right now. But she is not the reason for my success. And if you think that hiring the coach of the coach of the coach or any coach is suddenly going to make you successful because they are seen as the most quote unquote successful, which that's a whole nother topic for another day because what even is success, then you're going to have a rude awakening. And I'll just say this I feel the exact same way about my coaching clients. I help my coaching clients. I guide them, but I will never, 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 never take credit for their success because they are the ones that are taking action. They're the ones that are implementing, not me. It is their business, not my business. And I believe that it's a very slippery slope when you dive into coaching, thinking that your coach is going to solve all of your problems and that your success is on them because that is not what coaching is. Four. All right. That was a lot. That was loaded. Now we're just moving on to the whole second part of this conversation. We're we're just getting started here. Now for the second layer. If you are someone who does coaching, so you offer coaching, and your clients are going off to hire your coaches after working with you, or instead of working with you, let's chat about it. First off, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I won't sugarcoat it. It really, it really sucks. And your feelings are valid. It really sucks. And your feelings are valid. And I know how it feels. Let me explain. So, I had a client that I had a really great experience with during our time together. And the client didn't continue working with me after our time together and instead went on and worked with my old coach. And then once this client finished their time with my my old coach, then this client then moved on to work with my current coach, following in my exact footsteps in terms of investments. And this is just one example. I've had several other clients who have done this. And to be honest with you, for a while I was really spiraling about it. And I was getting really in my head, you know, thinking I'm a bad coach. No one wants to work with me. No one wants to continue working with me. I'm giving people a bad experience. Other coaches are better than me. And like I said, just a total, total, total spiral in terms of timeframe. I mean, we're, we're talking a few days of spiraling, not like spiraling for a few minutes. And then it's like, oh yeah, I'm fine. No, 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 we're talking about a few days of spirals. And eventually I buckled down And I had the most honest and kind of awkward conversation about what was happening with my coach, which then led me to realizing after I had this conversation with her that it really wasn't my fault in terms of giving people a bad experience or being a bad coach. It really had nothing to do with that. But it was my fault in not bringing this conversation to light around the coaching hierarchy so After chatting with her, I realized that there needs to be more education and awareness around choosing a coach, which is exactly what led me to create this episode. And something else that I will say as well is that as I started to have this conversation, something that my coach presented to me and something that I always tell my coaching clients is as human beings, we have the opportunity to really tell ourselves two different stories, especially when we don't know all of the details. And I, and I'm not talking about like, you know, making up stories and like, you know, false facts or well, I guess I wouldn't be a fact if it was false, but you know what I'm saying? So, let let me explain a little bit farther. So, further, farther. Let me explain a little bit further. I think that's the term. (laughs) Let me explain a little bit further. So, oftentimes, especially when I start to get into this spiral, what I've realized is that the story that I'm telling myself in my head is sometimes a negative story. Oftentimes, it is a negative story if I'm spiraling, especially because oftentimes I don't know all of the details. And so I just automatically will revert to this negative story of like, I am a bad coach. People are having a bad experience with me and going through all these different things. And that's the story that I'm telling myself but my coach, she was like, but what if you told yourself a different story? What if, what if the story was actually a positive one of like, you know, these clients go through this experience with you, or maybe they don't go through this experience with you and they just, you know, go to whoever it is that you've hired. And it's not because you're a bad coach, but it's because they look up to you so much that they think, you know, if he or she hired this person and they have a great experience with them, then I want to do that too. And so it's, like telling yourself the story of more so it's like it's like a compliment to you that they would think that highly of you and your decisions to then also want to follow in your footsteps and that right there I was like like mind-blowing moment for me and so I've just over and over and over and and there's multiple situations not just this situation but there are a lot of situations that have happened where I'll get into the spiral and I'll be like okay Okay, Maya, what story are you telling yourself? Is it the you know little devil on your shoulder? Or are we listening to the little angel on your shoulder over here? And I will really have to rewrite that story that I'm telling myself in my head because again, when when you don't know all the details, you might as well, tell yourself that more positive story and it, it's not harmful to anyone right it's just it's just you telling yourself something and rewriting that narrative inside of your head so instead of saying well these clients are leaving me because you know i suck it's like these clients might be leaving me to move on to someone else because maybe they don't understand the importance of sticking with a coach maybe they'll understand you know, uh, what to look for in hiring a coach, or maybe they just really look up to you and your decisions. And so they want to follow in your footsteps. Like you can totally rewrite that story. And I just want to say, I can't speak for anyone as to why people choose to hire the coach of the coach. And I do see that many people do do this, hire the coach of the coach, because again, they think maybe like, well, if she or he is having XYZ results working with this coach, then I will too. So I want to work with them. But if we're talking reality here, if you vibe with the person who is having the results, then you should work with that person and not their coach. That's a lot. Let me repeat that. I think that a lot of people think, well, if he or she is having XYZ results working with This coach, then I will too. So I want to work with them. But, but maybe that is your sign to really think about do I vibe with the person who is having these results with this coach? Would I vibe better with this person than I would vibe with their coach? And should I work with that person and maybe not their coach? Just something to think about. Now, to end this episode, I just want to say this the coach of the coach might be the perfect fit for you. And the coach of the coach of the coach might be the perfect fit for you. Or one of the students of a coach might be the perfect coach for you. But the perfect fit could also be the person that you're asking who their coach is. Just something to think about. Everyone's journey is going to be different in terms of finding the perfect coach, their dream coach. And everyone's Dream coach is also going to be different because everyone has different needs. Everyone's at a different stage of life. Everyone's looking to achieve something different. And I want to bring this conversation to light, not to shame anyone who is hiring the coach of the coach of the coach, but to really get you to reflect on why. Why are you hiring a coach? And are they really a good fit for you? because this will lead you to having a 100 million thousand time better experience in the long run and see better results from coaching as well. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you in the next episode.